We are back with the scumbag of the night. The scumbag of the night is the individual responsible for ruining your sports happiness. They could cost you a bet. They could ruin your fantasy week. Or they can make the news for all the wrong reasons and piss you off. Andres, you are Thomas's scumbag of the week. <laughs> because he says over the last few shows how you say, I feel sorry for him with his picks. He keeps missing, blah, blah, blah. And he says, well, I wanted, I wish I'd be keeping track of all of Andres' fucking picks. Because <laughs> I would be able to talk shit back to him. So he wanted to challenge you. So him and his brother, Nick. Um, the members of all the lines, hockey picks, they want to challenge you for the rest of the season. Everybody's going to pick three games. Everybody picks three games on Wednesday. Whoever has the most correct picks at the end of the season wins 50 bucks. Everybody throws in $25. So the three of you guys each throw in 25. Whoever has the most correct picks takes home all the money. Does that sound good to you? Because he's going to listen. So, all right, yeah, that's fine. I love it. I love it even more so. So we're starting it as of today. As of I mean. tomorrow. So hold, okay, I'll, I'll let you think of your picks. I'll read you Nick. Yeah. Nighttime yeah. Nick, 11 a.m. I, tom- <laughs> I was going to say, you better say that nickname that you said last week. Nighttime Nick, 11 a.m. He's taking the Coyotes to beat the Wild. At 4 p.m., he's taking the Jets to beat the Senators. And then at 4.30 to close out his picks, He's taking the Blues to beat the Avalanche. Thomas, his picks start at 4 o'clock. He has the Canadians beating the Flames. He has the Kings beating the Knights at 7. And he has the Sharks beating the Ducks at 7.30. Now, if you take all favorites, he will call you out. So try to be a little creative. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to call favorite number one first out. This will be the Sharks. <clears throat> I agree with... Uh... Thomas's pick on that one. I'm going to go with an underdog and take the Blues over the Avalanche. Okay. And then the third one, I'm going to take the Canadians over the Flames. The Canadians over the Flames. And one thing, I I guess I'll throw this in for you to do, Pat. Just make sure that they send in their picks to you before knowing each other's picks because – Andres just totally try to ride that fool's pick right now. So to prevent no, that going forward. That's not, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true at all. Pat sent me, sent me the, the, the text earlier today. He goes, hey, be ready for today and have three hockey picks. And he's like, I'll tell you later. I said, okay. So you're so. taking the Canadians, the Blues, and the Sharks. I'm taking the Canadians, the Blues, and the Sharks. All right. Whoever has the most wins at the end of the season collects the money. So, again, you are Thomas's scumbag until you can prove him wrong. And over to you, Flores. You said your scumbag was a little lighthearted. Let's hear it. All right. So, first of all, shout out to this guy. He just retired. Lots of memories for lots of people. Julian Edelman. Got to give him his flowers. You know, you've brought a lot of memories. You've had a lot of great catches won a couple Super Bowls, did your thing, made Tom Brady an even more goat of goats. But my scumbag, on the flip side, is all the people saying that this guy deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. It's all over the place. It's what people are talking about. And I can't believe that's really a thing. Like, 
they they keep talking about the Super Bowls, and I think he's second behind Jerry Rice in, in catches in a Super Bowl or, or the playoffs or I don't know, something like that. But you flip it around, and it's like, well, you're also way below every other receiver ever in the regular season. You know what I mean? So there's just no discussion to even be had there. It's It's like... I don't know. I, I just don't understand where anybody would actually come with an argument, a valid argument, statistical argument, anything about the fact that Julian Edelman deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. It's no disrespect to Julian Edelman, but if you do put him in the Hall of Fame, it would be a disrespect to all the people in the Hall of Fame already. And, and to quote one of my favorite radio personalities, Ron Parker, he said, and he got popped for steroids. Did we forget that? Did we forget that he was juicy? And he and that's... just like that. He just like that. That's actually good impersonation. <laughs> and then he apologized. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for yelling, but I just don't get it. I don't understand why everyone forgets that he got popped for steroids. Now, the thing about Julian Edelman is he's had some incredible moments, right? And he's got all these um, playoff yards and he's – pretty reliable to, for Tom Brady and whatnot. And that's exactly why he should go in the Patriots Hall of Fame. You know, like, let's do something for him on that kind of level. But to put him up there over some of these other receivers that haven't made it in, like Heinz Ward and like other fools that are, you know, like the best receivers on their teams that made Pro Bowls. You know, I don't think he's even made a Pro Bowl. So. He never made a Pro Bowl. Like, come on, what are we talking about? And if I, I talking about, so wait, so Flores, is your scumbag the people talking about him being yes. an MVP? Yeah, that's or, why. Uh, that's why okay. I gave. So that's why I gave Edelman. Yeah, that's why I gave him his flowers at first. Like, shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to make sure. But I want. I want to make sure that the the audience knows where this is going at the end of the night. That's all. So, so the people talking about. <laughs> Edelman being Hall of Fame material, they're garbage and different scumbags. So, Chance, you you don't you agree with Flores because you did the little um, Zoom clap, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I did the Zoom emoji clap. Yeah, because I just and then he had that Chauncey ass like farewell video where he was like sitting <laughs> in the director's chair, like you know, and, like on the fifty yard line of Foxborough. Like, bro, you ain't even like that, Edelman. Like, you know, you're just, you're a system receiver. Like, get the fuck out of here. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to hate on him. He, like, definitely overachieved. He played 12 years. He won three Super Bowls, made money, dated models. Like, I, you know, I'm not mad at him. But, no, bro, you're not. Like, if he's in the Hall of Fame, Eli Manning is going way in before him. Oh, well, that's a given. Seen, he, beat, he beat Brady twice. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't, you know, there's just. I can't remember if it was Flores who said it or Andres, but like, there's just so many people who have to go way ahead of him no, before he even gets that. a snap. Yeah, yeah. Even but also on top of that, he was a Super Bowl MVP. Let's not take that away. That is a, that is a, a hard feat to have in the, in the biggest game of the season. But that yo, so there, there's a, there's a Saints cornerback that nobody knows his name that was a Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> <laughs> <That is true. laughs> I mean, it's all it's all good. Like, it's all good. Like, Edelman, like, you know, I'm not saying that you're not, like, a good receiver, but, you know, to, to get that, that no one's picking you first. Like, in fantasy football, you can get Edelman in, like, the fourth, fifth round. So, I think, if, yeah, I think if you're Hall of Fame, like, you go way faster, way higher.
higher than that. So Andres, um, over to you. Let's hear your scumbag of the night. Uh, there was a controversial play over the weekend uh, between the Braves and the Phillies to which it was tied up top of the ninth, two outs runner on third. And there was a play at the plate. Now the, the umpire had ruled the runner safe, but they immediately said, mm, let's take a look at it from upstairs for the instant replay based on the, it was a bang, bang play based on the, the first play, right? The initial play, it did look like he was safe, but when they showed the replay, the instant replay showed that he didn't never touch for home plate. They showed three different angles, and on each angle, it doesn't look like the cleat touches the white part of the plate. It, all it looks like, he's, he slides, he goes in, and then his foot is like a couple inches off the plate and onto dirt, and he's tagged out. They never overruled it. They allowed the run to stay. So I'm blaming both MLB, the umpire, the fucking instant replay judge, whomever, because you've got players, this play was, I mean, it changed the whole outcome of the game because eventually this run was a winning run and it caused the Braves to lose, caused me to lose my fucking parlay, which I'm extremely pissed about because it was the last leg of the parlay. I only needed them to win so I could win a good chunk of change. But more so, when you get uh, players and within MLB saying that, wow, and I quote Justin Turner on his uh, Twitter page, absolutely brutal, saw two angles that were clear. He never touched the plate, and we get a call stands. I'm with everyone else. What's the point of replay? And essentially that's what it is. Like, what's the point of replay? Mike Trout, the face of the MLB, goes on his Twitter page and says, so bad, dot, 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 with a laughing, crying face. Like, it's a mockery to the game. Like, what is MLB doing? What is Manfred doing? What are the umpires doing? Like, why even institute replays? It, it takes away from everything. I'm really upset that you go to, to view it. If the half of the world can see it, or more than half, and players within the organization can see that the call was a horrific, horrific call and the, the play was wrong, then get rid of instant replay. Don't even have it. Let robots run the MLB. I, I just don't know. I'm, I'm just sick to my stomach. It was just an ugly, awful play. So MLB, the home plate umpire, the whole umpire crew for that series on my shit list, scumbags, the instant replay co reviewer, all of them, Manfred, the whole nine yards. That's bad, bad, bad. This is horrible for baseball. I'm, I'm done. What, what does Manfred have anything to do with it? <laughs> because he's allowing them to eat, like, okay, Manfred should be coming out on Monday and say, hey, you know, these guys who umped the game, as well as the instant replay booth in wherever they're located, Vegas, it looks like, uh, needs to be suspended for a week. This is not, this takes away from the integrity of the game. But yet he made he hasn't come out. He's defended the Empire Union and all this bullshit. And it's, to me, he's the face. He's the person behind the desk that calls all the shots. And he, he needs to be held accountable. So he allows this to replay to occur, but they're not using it properly. So at the end of the day, someone has to be, you know, caught with their pants down and be, you know, responsible and held accountable. So, hey, what, what was worse, though, that one or I think it was the was it the Marlins where the guy supposedly got hit the, by the, the pitch, pitch yeah that he leaned into a strike to win the game 
Now that was a fucking scumbag move. Well, that's dude. that that's the umpire. But then when you have, but when they don't, they don't even go to instant replay. So yeah. this one is a bigger scumbag because you have more eyes looking at it, and they still can't get the call right or reverse it. What about the homeless oh. man at USC? Oh, I heard about that guy. No, that he dude's fucked just up, a player. Dude. He's not no, a scumbag. He he's a player. I ain't mad at he, he that just, dude. He, no, he's not a scumbag. He just fucked up. He made a he made a rookie mistake. He's like, "Ooh, I can take punts. Maybe I'll get my fame and fortune <laughs> like a walk on, like Edelman." Yo, but USC deserves a quick scumbag, and I'm not just because I'm a UCLA guy, but they suspended a couple players, you know, during Corona for going to have dinner with their families and shit like that, and yet they're allowing a random homeless person <laughs> to be right amongst and amidst them in jacuzzis and all kinds <laughs> of random shit. Like, get your shit together, USC, man. What the hell was that about? So I said, uh, this is Los Angeles in a nutshell. Homeless people everywhere and USC athletics just letting anything fucking go. Like, that is like how you can describe Los Angeles um, in, in like two sentences. But yeah, no, you're, uh, you're right, Andres. What you mentioned about the uh, replay, that's actually um, Diana's brother, Caesar. He sent in that scumbag request too. So um, I'm going to go ahead and thank you for bringing that up. And the whole point about Manfred though, is that like that fool has never, like he got off on a bad foot with all MLB fans because he called the World Series trophy just a piece of metal. And I think ever since then, people have been hunting him and they're just watching his every move. And, you know, so I get it. It really sucks. How much did you lose, though, before we end the show? How much did you lose on that parlay? Uh, it was oh, it was a $30 parlay, but I could have won $300. So it was a 10 mm. I know. The return was nice. No, I'm not. So, no, I'm not. I feel sorry for you. 30 to win 300 That means you fucking picked yeah. all favorites. You cheated. You chalked no, it again. No, I got, You're chalking no, again. No, no, absolutely not. For, for you to get a 10-time uh, return is not chalking up on heavy favorites. Trust me on that. 30 bucks? Yeah, to win 300. Yeah, on a 10-time return like that, it's not all favorites. Not mid-game. Mid and, the, and they were down, too. And I took the Philly, I took the, the Braves when they were down two runs to give me that plus 150 payout on the on top. So, yeah, I wish I took taken all chalk, but <laughs> I did not. All right, so that concludes, I believe this is the 95th episode, gentlemen. Thank you for jumping on this Zoom call. It was a lot of fun, a lot better than the phone calls that we used to do. And um, hopefully we can see you guys in person next week. And our audience, you will not be our scumbags of the night ever. Thank you for listening. Uh, we will see you next week. If you're going to place any bets, good luck. <laughs>